the Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow man, hoping we can make it better. think we can or else we wouldn't be here. That's what we're doing. We are believing that God can make a difference in our lives and through our lives uh, to the world around us. And uh, so that's what we're all about here at The Catch. And uh, this is Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, John Fisher. And our guest tonight is a really wonderful, good friend of mine, uh, who we've had before a long time ago, but uh, he's got some new, wonderful new developments in his life we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, but first, we're just going to reacquaint ourselves with uh, my good friend, Dan Russell. Dan, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Thanks, John. It's great to be here again. <laughs> yeah, Dan is, uh, uh, Dan's been in music all his life, and... Um, has influenced um, the musical careers and lives of actually many people, um, myself included. And uh, so that's why he means a lot to us. But then at this stage of his life, he's got a whole new development that we're going to talk about in a minute. But first, I, I want to go back to the beginning, Dan. Um, you, you were brought up in a family where music was a big part of your life, uh, when, when did you start really getting into music? Um, what, who influenced you in, in the early, most early days? Well, I really applied myself to music, I think probably after the second concussion playing football, because um, the <laughs> only way I was told at the end of my eighth grade uh, that if I ever wanted to date a girl, I had to join the football team. And after two concussions <laughs> in my freshman year, uh, around the sophomore year, I quit. And uh, I went to the next only choice, really, to ever get a date, and that was to be in a band. Um, so, um, <laughs> but I, it, it, we, you know, we had I have five younger sisters and two brothers, and and uh, we were uh, for, we forced volunteered to um, uh, play together, you know, maybe once a month at, at church and do some song or something like that. And uh, you know, um, I was second to oldest, and I would um, do the best I could to smile. And uh, um, yeah. you know, strum those chords, and while the yeah. sisters would, uh, in a real cute way, sing. Um, but yeah, that it, you know, my my father basically told me, look, if I wanted to play in a band that played dances, uh, I had to do this stuff. So it was a trade-off. So. <laughs> I recently heard that your uh, your number one priority in college was to see every new band that came through Boston. Uh, can you tell us? Uh, one of those shows that that uh, might have impacted you the most? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, live back back in the seventies, a live event and concert event. It was really blowing up. Sixties technology wasn't there. I mean, you, you would just hear people screaming at shows. You wouldn't really hear the music so well. But uh, as I was able to get a, my license and drive, starting in seventy one, and I started going to shows, I would go to Gillette Stadium and. I think that's where I saw 
Elton John uh, back way back in the day, but uh, I would see around town bands, uh, groups like uh, Talking Heads and and the Cars, and and I was always into bands uh, like the Stones um, and any, anything that was visceral and authentic and just uh, left everything out there. Um, they, they, you know, I could come in having not slept for two days, and as soon as the music started, I felt like uh, you know wide awake and full of energy. And I, I love to see the actual mm. results of great music. Not a lot of banter, if anything, nothing, uh, but just songs and that energy. Uh, just bring people alive, put, bring people together, give voice to inarticulations of our own hearts and souls. You know, we all kind of stutter through our days sometimes, and sometimes a song will come on and grab you, and you'll go, "Aha! I'm not the only one." Hmm. Hmm. So music so, has yeah, certainly, or, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. So that, that's basically that's basically been my path, and and I, even to this day, uh, you know, I have a son who uh, we have a great uh, venue up here in Boston called the House of Blues, and it's the big. It's about twenty five hundred capacity, but I get I get a list from him, and it's like, Dad, this month we're seeing this band, this band, this band, this band, and um, you know, um, just being as old as I am, and in this music community, I. I have a long-standing guest list opening for me with plus one, so we're always going in. We're all, you know, anytime Robert Plant's in town or Ben Harper or P.J. Harvey or Nick Cave or you know any anybody of that caliber, um, we need we need to see that for our own sake, uh, just to kind of mm. kind of be stimulated to be challenged for all kinds of reasons. Wow. So music has certainly impacted you. I mean, how would you say it's affected your worldview? I don't know. That's a big question. But um, my, 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 well, if you're if we're talking about present day, you know, um, post the election, uh, uh, or maybe or maybe we're not. But <laughs> music really wherever you want makes makes me not feel alone. You know, it makes. It, it makes me feel like uh, that we're we're all in this together, and and it's not hopeless, you know. But the sense of hopelessness mm. is a real sense. It, but it isn't hopeless. But you know, you can sit with someone who's is suffering hopelessness and put your arm around them. And music, yeah, music kind of yeah. brings us together. It, you know, on, on a surface level, you can just you know turn off the grind and the stress and and move to the music and, and uh, you feel the music come in you and move. But uh, on a, on a much deeper level, you, you know, you've given yourself a break from all the, the mental negative messaging or the, or, or what have you. And, and you may be able to uh, at least draw some fresh energy out of uh, having, you know, shut that switch off for, a, you know, two, three, four hours. Yeah. Um, but it's a big unifier. And uh, I think music's a superpower. And I, and I can, you know, one of my evidences of it being a superpower, like if you think of, of the supermen, you know, supermen and women mm-hmm. uh, in the Marvel comics, you know, you and I could write a song, John, and, and 50 years after we pass, that song could be out there and somewhere on the other side of the world, someone's either is on the verge of doing something good or bad. And that song somehow mysteriously surfaces and, and kicks them over. Uh, the, that verge in the right direction and um, gives them mm. some mm. energy. And, and uh, I mean, what about that? I mean, uh, you know, football stats don't do that. You know, baseball mm. stats don't do that. And not a lot of people can afford to go into some high end gallery and, 
and spend some time considering whether they're going to buy a five hundred thousand dollar photorealist painting or not. Um, but you know, right. music is really acceptable um, and uh, it's good. But so authentic, authentic, uh, soul connected, truth telling is 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 critical. And I think that you're going to believe the song probably way before you ever believe a politician and maybe before you're going to believe a preacher. So. Yeah. 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 I would agree with that. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, Dan, I'm trying to think of, uh, you've traveled with so many groups. You've been all over the world. Um, and, uh, you know, can, can you give us just one or two stories that might come to mind from uh, just your experience uh uh, with uh, with with people's music and watching, maybe you've told us how it can impact somebody. But give us a story of of where you've seen actually seen it impact somebody. Is that possible? We could do that. Yeah. Well, with, without without going too too deep, because uh, when you're in right. with a core group, uh, with a band that's traveling, and, and I've I've been employed by bands that can sell uh, that have sold at stadiums and. That's always just a massive, massive undertaking with a huge team. Um, you know, each night there would be a huddle, and 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 uh, um, there would be somebody essentially employed to uh, consider, prayerfully consider, the ushers and the physical structure, and all the attendees and all the all the crew, and and basically prayerfully considering it by way of submitting to it. And saying, look, you know, we've we've got a set here tonight. Uh, we've got the lights, we've got the sound, we've got this all organized. We've rehearsed. We're gonna do our, we're gonna do everything we can to do our best, but we just want to submit this so that the the sixty five thousand people that you know paid a hundred bucks a ticket uh, tonight are are gonna remember tonight for a long time, and that the spirit will use this experience in some way or another. And every every single event uh, was focused. There was a sniper rifle scope on every event with that intention. And I really believe that I mean that intention uh, um, multiplies the hard work you do. I mean you can't you can't just, uh, just pray God use me tonight and not rehearse. Um, you, you've got to work. You got to you got to work your butt off. You got to be able to do your job. Um, you just amazingly well you've got to be great but uh once you're there with that then you 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 submit that and surrender that and say take over and you know Mm. 2000 however many there's different things happening i mean if if you believe we're we've all got souls and uh and our souls are eternal in nature then essentially you've got a, a venue full of eternal entities uh and most of us are disconnected from our own souls. It's, it's you, t- you tell that soul to keep its head down while you muscle your way through the day. Um, and something about music and an event that's done impeccably well unlocks the, the, the cage that you keep your soul in. And, and uh, out, out from that cage comes this eternal entity and uh, inhaling deeply and, uh, and, and probably energizing you to maybe dance a little better than you would otherwise. Mm. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, I've done it, I think in 1989, I did a tour with a band called The Call, 
and the lead singer Michael Bean, who's passed. Uh, but he, he I, I remember night night after night, we did 305 shows on that tour. I think it was 15 or 16 months long. And he he would lock himself in the dressing room after that after the um, shows. And he would need five minutes. He didn't want any of the other band members to come in. And he would go in there and he would just sob. He emotionally would let down. Because during that show, it, it was his intention to, it was his last show of his life. It was his, you know, that, that song was the last song mm. he'd ever sing. And, and uh, no matter if it was in a great theater in Chicago or it was at the Ranch Bowl in Omaha, or, or the, the chicken joint in Wichita, or the Fillmore in San Francisco. It was like pour it all out, and 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 uh, mm. you know, um, you know, and and leave it, leave it, leave it there, and and it would just shake him so much. I mean, I, I found more um, visceral, undeniable healing and confrontation in a positive way, uh, uh, spiritual, you know. Presence uh, at at uh, these these uh, these concerts, and that's that's why I got into this. I mean, um, you know, um, it's just it always took me. I, I became a, a victim of of, of that level of, of music, and it's not so much uh, this guy is a Berkeley grad guitar player and he can play anything. That's that doesn't do anything for me. It's it's about emotion. It's about that. Not it's not about pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. It's about emotional transparency and honesty. Give us a U2 story. How, how many, how many years did you, you did travel? Uh, how many tours did you go with on with you uh, two? I, I uh, basically, because of my rapport, it was my intention never to work with them, but to work mm-hmm. with some of their side projects because we were, we had friend, a friendship and, you know, I, I, and I also was keenly aware that should one the the captain call me, it was asking for an eighteen month minimum chunk of my life. Um, and while we would have a blast, and we did, uh, I you know I preferred to um, work with some of the other projects that they were working on, some of the other artists, and represent their management or, or ultimately them to to help um, help those projects along. But uh, my my last tour was Zoo TV, and that was um, the album was called Octung Baby. Um, I you know I mm-hmm. we 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 continue to have uh, say you know a relationship as best as we can in this kind of environment. Um, um, but um, you know maybe maybe if I get successful on this new project I'm on, I can I can have them open for me. Because they've been go. out there too, they they've been out there so long now. You're gonna think that things are gonna start to wane. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that Joshua, uh, that Joshua Tree tour in the summer, you should go up and check them out of the Rose Bowl up there in your neck of the woods. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty. Yeah. it's gonna be a revival. <laughs> yeah, I I had mixed feelings about that. I, I I'm wondering, you know. Uh, is it is it is it a little bit of a letdown to go back and do the old stuff no. again? Is that you don't think so? Well, they always they always do um, um, incorporate yeah. probably half their set is their the so, other songs, but you know they they are maybe they are running a risk a little bit of becoming a a, a band that's run out of material and but they, this is a very focused 
uh, tour. It's it's that Joshua Tree project and the B sides, mm-hmm. and there'll be some other songs too that they'll surface, and and who knows exactly what they'll pull out of the hat. But I know full well it's going to be mind blowing, and it's mm-hmm. I wouldn't have any mixed feelings about going to a church service at the Rose Bowl with you two leading the music. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be powerful, and 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 it's their intention to um, be part of a revival, and uh, it's not Boy, you know we it, need it. It's a bit yeah, it's a business, but they they. Uh, you know they they do not they don't want to go out there for the money they want to go out there because it's something is critically important is going on that is beyond them but they have submitted to yeah. it and and uh, I I uh, I really respect okay. them for that they're they're the hardest working guys I've ever met um, they don't take things okay lightly or for granted so they're doing this. They're doing this because they believe this is the message that needs to be heard right now. I, yeah, I believe that. And if they hear this podcast, I hope they'll give me a pair of comp tickets for promoting those last few tickets I can't sell. Oh, gosh. You know, Dan, you've spent a, a good deal of your life helping other people uh, make their own music. And, uh, Tell me a little bit about that. What's your goal when you work with somebody, say a Mark Hurd? Uh, what's your goal when you work with someone, and uh, you know to do to, to to get the most out of them and their their music? What's that like um, well, to well, be involved? I mean, in that I, way? Ha- I have to be moved personally by the music, and and then the artist. I I. I you know, usually there's not much money in it. So if I'm going to dedicate myself to a six-month project, I, I really have to have myself set up so that if there's no money, I, I can, I'm getting compensated by doing something that connects with me on a deep, deep level. Um, and then mm-hmm. if I get paid, that's unbelievable. Uh, that's wonderful. Um, you want me to answer that? <laughs> no, no, no. You go ahead. But, but, but Mark, Mark, uh, uh, Mark and I, I just fell in love with him and Janet. You know, they're just, they're just sweet, wonderful people. And I really felt that Mark was in a, uh, a bad situation with his record company and, and uh, that he was far greater. And he was, this is a classic cliche story. I mean, artists being repressed by some business dealing and, and uh, I wanted to help him. And uh, he didn't want to be, uh, he wasn't comfortable being a part of the contemporary Christian world where he was essentially dictated to say certain things at certain times so that he could uh, gain a greater share of attention and mark and, 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 and financial success. And he felt that was hollow and, and, and false. Um, but nonetheless, he was wanted to write and did write. And he was incredibly talented. And so I, I essentially looked at him like, ah, oh, gosh, I, I think the world would be better placed if they would, you know, uh, swallow some Mark Hurd music. Uh, they'd feel better. Uh, they'd they grow further. Um, you know, uh, they'd be braver. Um, and and so that's kind of what I I felt with all the projects with all the artists I work with. It's like, gee, I want to introduce you to these people. What 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 can I do? How can I do it? And, and I would work in different capacities. Um, I think I've worked on probably eighty five or ninety records, but I, I primarily am a champion of the live performance. 
uh, I think that's more exciting than than albums. Album, mm. album and film is is a lot of editing, and <laughs> a lot of fine tuning. And mm-hmm. I have ADHD. I, I a five minute song should maybe take eight minutes to record, not not eight days. Uh, so um, I'm more visceral, and so live stuff, live music is is, is live performance. That's anything can happen. Controlled chaos. Yeah. Okay, well, now, after all these years of working with other artists, you yeah. are now exploring the artist in you. Um, this has uh, been very exciting to find out. I've known how long you've, you've had that. Um, at least I, I knew you had talent uh, along songwriting, singing, playing. What's brought it together now you're 60 years old. Why are you going to do this yeah. now? Well, because as a 60 year old, uh, I can I can carry this. Hey, what do I get to lose? I mean, you don't have to like this. I'm doing <laughs> this for me. It's not like I'm 22 years old and trying to start a career that's going to fail a hundred times. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some music for me, and uh, you know, and, and in a healthy way, I'm saying me first. Uh, these. I, I, I write. I've always written, for, and I've forgotten most of what I've written. Uh, but I, you know, I have a studio that I always work with other artists on. And uh, I, I came off a project at the beginning of 2014, and my son kind of just said, "Hey, Dad, just write some music. Let's let's do, let's make a record." And I'm thinking like, "Well, yeah, but." And it's like, no more yeah buts. You're doing it. And and I've tried doing that before in the past. Mark and I were going to tackle this. Michael Bean and I were going to tackle this uh, and began the pre-production process, but both of them died. So I was a little nervous, as you can imagine, to invite anybody else into that process. I thought maybe I was, you know, poison or something. Um, but, uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm just sort of coming out of a closet, as it were. And, um, you know, I, and I'm working, beginning a, a second record before this one's even out because it's there. And I sort of feel like a, why not? I, I enjoy it. There's, there's fellowship um, as, as a song has come together. Um, you know, you don't just go to the studio like you're <clears throat> going to work and sit in a chair at a desk in front of a computer. You know, there's there's a, a lot of vulnerability and uh, you, you, you become really close and you become really honest. Um, hopefully, you know, you stay really honest and become more honest. And um, if you have the ability to share that music with others in one way or another, uh, um, then, um, you know, it could perpetuate itself. And, uh, so, wow. you know, um, I'm just doing it. And if you don't like is, it, uh, man, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, so is Allison behind this? Yeah. Yeah. She's, I mean, someone's got to tell me that I spent too much, <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, you know, I'm doing a Kickstarter campaign to try to, you know, it's crowdfunding and yep. it's been a com- popularized over the last maybe five, 10 years. And, and I've all, I've launched that sort of thing for others. And it's really kind of, I feel kind of awkward doing it for myself, but, but, uh, I, I'm looking at m- more as a, uh, pre-sale. It's just a way to kind of leak the word out. I'm not going to release the record probably till uh, on my birthdays on July 30th. So I think I'm going to release on July 30th and, and then tour September, October, and November and December. But, um, uh, I, I, um, you know, when you do a crowdfunding campaign, you get people talking about it. Not, not, not a lot of people, but you get some Uber fans or friends yeah. and they, they buy, they buy a, a level of 
support backing and um it gets that conversation going so I, i'm i got like four days left of that and you know uh hopefully i'll meet my goal and uh <laughs> won't be too uh my friends won't be too upset with me trying to sell them insurance or whatever it is it feels like when i go on my <laughs> social media and say hey five more Shut days up. left four more days left Shut up. So is that right? You have four more days of your campaign, of your Kickstarter yeah, campaign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need to raise another oh, $2 my. million. Dollars and I'll be, I'll be, I'll, no, you know, no, 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 the... no. Come on, tell us. <laughs> tell us well, how, I, much, I have, how much I have, more I do you need? One, I, I think I need 3500 uh to reach my goal. And, you know, I, I um, put $20,000 out there. Uh, Kickstarter is all mm-hmm. or nothing. There's a lot of crowdfunding that, that you can fudge the back end of it. So you always get the money. Uh, but with Kickstarter, if you don't make your goal, you don't get any of it. And uh, um, it's, it's not what the project cost. Uh, and, and when you do a crowdfunding campaign, at least half the money goes to fulfilling the campaign. I mean, Kickstarter is going to take 8%. And then, you know, I got a couple of guys that are running it for me. I'm going to give them some of the money. But once you manufacture vinyl and CDs and, and T-shirts, that's that's – I'm going to – It'll be hard me putting my name on a T-shirt, but once you do all that, you got about fifty percent left over. And then, uh, you know, I make it. My son is directing my videos, so he's going to take some of that and do another video, um, and um, um, maybe hire somebody for publicity or do some radio mm-hmm. uh, artwork. You know, um, liposuction. You know, um, you know <laughs> got to get ready for the tell road. <laughs> You've mentioned now. You mentioned a number of times your son, so you got to tell us which son. And it sounds like he's very a big part of this whole thing. Well, it's just about he's that. My only, he's my he's my only son, and that's not to say he's Jesus or I'm God, but um, he's uh, 24 and he's a multi instrumentalist. Um, he 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 and Savannah and my producer Michael Pritzel, those they were my litmus test. They were my uh, I basically said, look, I'm, I'll record this record, but I'm never going to release it to the public if it's embarrassing and silly. It's got it, to be a degree within <laughs> the budget we have that people will listen to it and go, wow, yeah, I know he's 60, and I thought he was fooling, or I thought it was going to sound like crap, but this is actually compelling. And so uh, Jesse, these guys, Savannah, they don't hold anything back. If, if you want to get an opinion about your art that's really brutally honest, ask your kids. They'll look at you and roll their eyes and say, Dad, that's really embarrassing. <laughs> and they'll suggest, in my case, my kids will suggest, well, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to change this, change that. And uh, um, so um, and, and I'm, I'm kind of struggling with them about artwork because, you know, they're saying, Dad, don't put your face on your album cover. Nobody does that. That's, that's like, that's, I mean, I, and, I, and I say, yeah, they always do. People have to know who you are, what you look like. It's important. And I said, I said, what do you don't like my face? Is it scary or something? And they don't answer that. So I think I'm reading between the lines there. Um, but they're they're engaged, uh, uh, you know. Um, and I'm looking forward to going out, out on the road with my son. And um, you know, we do well together. That my kids have been my wingmen for since they were like two or three. I would bring them, you know, if I needed to go to London or Berlin or Australia on a, on a project. I, you know, uh, it's great to have a wingman with you that that uh, makes you less lonely. You know, and uh, and uh, you get to stay in their life, and and so they've been they've been around all over with me, and and uh, individually and collectively, and we've and this is just another part of our adventure. 
That's got to be special. That's really special. Um, so you got 3,500 to go in four yeah. days. Um, yeah. What do, what do I? Uh, what, what do we? What can we do? What do I tell people um, who want to uh, contribute? Where do they well, go? Me, it, it, well, it's a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, you know what? I really should be more prepared. But let me let me just look it up real quick because I, I uh, I'm not. And Kickstarter is a <laughs> okay. It's it's a gosh. It says Kickstarter slash Dan Russell debut album. Uh, so I guess if they search Kickstarter, okay, Dan Russell, or or they just go to my my uh, my Facebook page. That's probably easier. Um, um, you know, okay, that, that's you know, that's probably a better way to search Dan Russell. And I don't think there's I think there's probably only about two thousand Dan Russells, so it should be pretty easy. Um, <laughs> let me see here. What is my address on? Oh, oh, oh so it's just Dan dot Russell dot twelve. So Facebook is Dan dot Dan dot Russell dot twelve. Um, but yeah, okay. and, and if uh, um, and, and you know, do you know Marty Fisher? If you you know that woman, uh, if she, yeah, I do, I do. She she and you were like uh, quick to get in there, and I really really appreciate that. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> and I'll make make sure I send you both a pair of tank tops with my name on it. As a special thanks. Okay. Okay. Dan dot Russell dot twelve. Now that's Facebook, right? Yeah, it's Facebook. Okay. And then and then um, link from there. Yeah, yeah, you'll see posts. Right. And you'll get to or or you can just go right to Kickstarter and look for Dan Russell. You could probably find it there as well. I think this is cool. But here I have to tell you that it wasn't until I set up this phone call today and we started talking that I realized you were going to tour. I, I, you know, honestly, I thought this was, Oh, this is be a fun thing. We'll put a, we'll put a, just, you know, go down and put, put some songs down. That'd be fun. Mm. But yeah. you're going serious here. We're, we're talking four months of touring and um, all of that. But I'm, well, I, I'm impressed. That's amazing. And tell well, us why I, I don't want to, why you want What's to do that? that? Well, I, I mean, it, it's go ahead. It's take it's taking the music, you know, to, out there. It's bringing it out there and uh, um, presenting it. Um, it's it's a uh, you know it's an excuse to uh, fellowship with a, a small group of people and and uh, you know the the, the tour is going to be like going deep in America and it's our intention to to uh, I mean one day a week I'll be doing the laundry for the band and I intend to go to the local laundromat and talk to people and, and I'll be on camera too, cause we're filming everything. Um, and, uh, we, we want to, um, uh, you know, uh, capture that perspective of, of, of a group mm-hmm. of six guys in a, you know, with $10 per DMS for food, no money. Uh, I, you, you'll, you know, you'll hear my son say, dad, this is ridiculous. Why are we playing in Cheyenne, Wyoming? Nobody plays here. You know, uh, and and I'm gonna say, why not? That's exciting, and I'll be the optimistic, excited old guy, and he'll be like, Dad, seriously, Dad, <laughs> you need to play New York four times and skip some of these other places. So we'll have some of that fun, <laughs> um, and and uh, we'll, we'll we'll play in front of dozens of people, I think, everywhere, um, uh, if not dozens, half dozens. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. And I I think the film project that we're working on will. We'll bring some attention to it, and uh, um, you know. Uh, otherwise, we're just going to be 
you know, watching TV or something. And, uh, you know, I don't want it. It's no time to waste, you know. Let's get out there. And, and, no, this and is live. great. It sounds like so. When you say six people, uh, who who is that? Who is going well, to be the band, on? Probably and how, a band, band and a couple of techs. Uh, and everybody okay. everybody has a film camera, you know. So, I mean, we, we're we going to have some GoPros, some small cameras. But, you know, we're still trying to get our funding together on this. But the idea is to come up with 10 to 12 episodes of, of this going deep in America, this 60 year old guy decides to step up away from the business and writes and records and releases a record doors and All just doesn't right. make sense. And we'll prove it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds wonderful. I love that idea. So are you going to yeah. make it to California? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm going to be in California in a couple of weeks, but, on another, working on another project, but no, yeah, on your I'll, tour. I'll definitely... On your tour, yeah, you got to, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll play Vancouver to San Diego, and um, you know, I'll play around Texas, probably you know, Austin, Houston, Dallas. But I'll I'll, I'll play as many of the usual cities, but uh, there's probably 25 of them, and then I want to put play 15 places that that you scratch your head as to why I'm there. I want to play a yeah. couple of prisons, you know, you know, some people say, what would Jesus do? I, I kind of modified that. And I say, what would Johnny car, uh, Johnny cash do, you know? And there uh, you go. so, so, so that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of where we're intending to head. And it's probably better uh, to do it first and talk about it. But because the way this business drives, I've got to make these audacious predictions and then hope to God I, live up to it or, or don't get caught for not living up to it. That's been my life. Oh, this is great. Well, our time's almost Thank up, you. but at the end here, I want to just kind of step away from uh, the album project and talk about your top priority in your life, your family. Um, tell us about Allison, the woman with the golden heart. How, how is she and what's she doing these days? Well, we've had a, a horrible year last 2016 uh, apart from uh, other things we both lost our mothers and uh, uh her mom mm-hmm. lived those for 24 yeah. years and uh um and and you know that experience while it's great to, that uh these uh, uh warriors and these 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 women these special women um uh are are done in in this world in terms of their lives they're not done in our lives but um the grieving process has been uh, tough on us, and because uh, uh, we're 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 as a as a couple as a family, we've sort of been designed, or allowed ourselves to be designed to serve others, and and uh, not really comfortable or uh, taking time off to be quiet. So we struggle with that. Um, but um, you know, our our, our daughter's going to Leslie University, studying um, photography and film, and uh, our son is just a um, a uh, struggling musician uh, involved in uh, some special projects, but wondering if, uh, as his friends all graduate with their master's degrees and make their, you know, big jobs, uh, um, he's he's the oddball who's uh, <laughs> playing a gig down down the street, you know, um, you know. But so you know, we you know we have our struggles. There's no there's. There's nothing magic about any any of this. It's 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 um, it's 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 tough. It's 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 uh, but it's um, she's an incredible special soul, 
and uh, you know mm-hmm. I've been fortunate to uh, be partnered with her, um, to, and she's a facilitator. She, you know I try to kick her butt out from behind the scenes because, uh, but she insists that mm-hmm. her job is service, and I insist that she's an artist and she's mm-hmm. creative. So, but she's she's you know shy, I guess you know, or afraid, like me. Um, so, <laughs> and by the way, my, uh, sounds this like pro- this this project I'm doing. Hopefully, will people look at it and go, well, look look at this guy. Maybe it's time. I I would love to hear, you know, fifty plus year old people responding and doing their own project, whether it's painting or writing a book or 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 doing a record. You know, I mean, because we, we, we need to stop being so afraid. Uh, and that's one thing I've always struggled with is, is the, either fear of failure or, 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 or I've had a lot of excuses not to be who I am. And um, so you know, I hope it encourages people. Beautiful, beautiful. Dan, it does. It encourages me. And I know it's encouraged um, our listeners. Thank you so much. Uh, and give our love to Allison and uh, Jesse and Savannah and uh, everybody else over there at New Sound. Um, <laughs> Thanks. This has been great fun. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, man. I wish you continued courage to believe in love. Thanks. Amen. Uh, beautiful. Right. Thank you. Well, there you, there you go, folks. Uh, if you want to be a part of Dan's life and this project, get the old guy out there going. And uh, <laughs> kickstart. Go to Kickstarter. Uh, Dan dot Russell dot twelve. Is that right? Did I get that right? Let me look. So that's my right. that's my Facebook I think page. That was, that's Facebook page. Facebook. Yeah. Dan dot Russell dot twelve or kickstart. And uh, yeah, Dan, kick, thanks kick again. Kickstart is Dan Russell debut. Yep. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Woo. Ooh. <laughs> heard that before? Yeah. True, but... Uh, this is great. Thank you, man. You're, you're welcome. Thank you, John. Okay. Good night. Take care. All right, good night. Take care.